Good afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning back in to Embrace Change Podcast. Today we're going to follow up a week after Valentine's Day, really celebrating an irony of our story, and that is the breakups and the breakthroughs. And even that this journey has pushed us to a lot of different breaking points, we didn't break we found a way to really break up with something and or break through it. And this journey has been challenging with a lot of different aspects of breakups. But I would love to celebrate how much we are actually coming together in this journey. How much you and I have really joined forces. A year after this journey and there was a lot of breakups along the way, we are finding a way to really break through them and come together on a whole new level. And I would love to celebrate that today. And just really enjoy what these breakups and breakthroughs are that are bringing us closer together. So a year later, we just had our Super Bowl and that was fun. I really enjoyed the lemon bars. I really enjoyed some of the fun fixins and flavors that you fixed up for the Super Bowl. How did you like the Super Bowl? Um, well, I thought the, the, the game was good. Um, a lot of controversy, of course, after, after the fact, but, um, all in all, I think the game was good. The, the food was a little over the top on what we're used to. And I'm kind of dealing with the consequences of that a week later. Yeah. Um, But all in all, I thought it was really good. And it was nice to be able to make the items and partake in the items and not be limited to uh, a bowl of soup like last year. Yes, definitely. And that was a huge breakthrough is enjoying Super Bowl together. That's always been something we have enjoyed. This year's a little different. You know, you have attempted to make me a football fan for 25 years. And this year, Taylor did it in one season. So it definitely had a different experience this year with me being on board as well. I'm glad I was able to tune in for the the final fourth quarter yeah and the overtime yes it definitely took it to the next level and one of the things that you served up was a jalapeno artichoke dip and i loved it the old me loved it the new me the new bariatric me could not enjoy it as much because of the spice factor we have completely flip-flopped. Yeah, the spice, I I never could do the spice. And I missed out on a lot of really good, flavorful uh, foods because of it. And now I'm able to do it, and you're not. And it's interesting how that's flip-flopped and and changed um, completely since the surgery. Even though we both have had our gallbladders out now, 
I'm still able to um, enjoy some of those things with a little more spice and that and you're not it's it's interesting how people are so different um, in their reactions after having the same surgery yes so we both had bariatric surgery we both had to break up with our gallbladders during the first year post bariatric surgery so one of our major breakups was our gallbladder mine happened to break up at like week three or four and yours broke up at like uh, month 10 ish and so we both had to break up with our gallbladders and before bariatric surgery i would make and partake with the spice factor i loved spice anytime i would go out i would order the spice um, when we would cook, you would spice it up for me. You would blend it down for you. Now, post-bariatric, we have completely flip-flopped. When we go out, you spice it up. When we whip up something in the kitchen, you're spicing it up. And I'm having to blend it down. And even if it is as bland as bland could be, I could still taste the spice. Yeah, well, you know, the spice is the spice i mean it, it it is what it is and it doesn't uh you know it does it's not prejudiced against any one individual it it, it hurts everybody uh across the board it's different and there's different layers of spice i know the difference now between a jalapeno spice and people go that jalapenos don't even have spice i'm here to say they do have spice <laughs> um black pepper white pepper there's different peppers and the different peppers have different spice factors one thing i loved to spice up before is tony's i am able to have a sprinkle of tony's now the creo seasoning um but yeah, the spice is definitely a factor. The other thing is like pepper jack cheese. I had to break up with the pepper jack cheese and other flavors of spice. Not just the spice is what we had to break up though, is soda, beers, carbonation. We weren't really a beers person before, but I think we really had to come to terms with breaking up with the sodas and the pops. Well, pretty much we broke up with just about everything that isn't water. Yeah. Um, whether it's carbonation-based or whether it's uh, high fructose corn syrup and sugar-based, it, it, it's just been pretty much across the board having to break up with everything that isn't water or completely water-based. Yes, I think the breakup with the soda definitely revealed to me how dehydrated I really was and am. And hydration yeah. is a huge breakup disaster I've been going through, even with the bariatric. But before bariatric, I was completely caffeinated 100% of the time rolling on coffee from sunup to sundown and then i would also accentuate with carbonated uh, drinks caffeine whether it was the pops or even the um energy drinks i got to the point that my adrenals were so tapped out i was even juicing up with the energy drinks so with bariatric we had to break up with all of that 
Yeah. I think at, at the end of the day, we had to really break up with the whole complete lifestyle we were living. Yeah. I, I think it was more than just not eating certain foods or not drinking certain drinks. It's more about breaking up with the lifestyle that we were living, breaking up with the idea that that was a healthy and acceptable way to live. Yes, and then there was some quirky breakups in the hydration zone, and that was how we hydrated. We actually had to break up with the straw. Yeah, that was that was an interesting one for you. I, I didn't do the straws as much as you do or did. Um, but yeah, that's been an interesting breakup for you because of the um, lack of straw use caused you to drink less. Way less. Like with my breakup with the hydration, we had to call in reinforcements. Yeah. We had to call in IV nurse support. We had to take me to the infusion center at the hospital and actually supplement hydration medically. Yeah, with the banana bag. Yep, we had to do banana bag service. And it was a beautiful cocktail that she would whip up, this beautiful nurse. She would come out. It was a beautiful... Uh, invitation on how that came through and I was able to get some pre-bariatric support some spiritual support and counseling and she then the support that guidance was from an ER retired nurse and she mentioned well here is an IV nurse's number just in case you might need that And I'm glad I got that insight because we needed that intervention. I needed hydration. Our bodies are over 70 to 90% hydration depending on what level of a human you are. Yeah. When we are conceived and going in uterine, it's we're almost 90% water at one point of conception. And then we become more physical and we reduce down to about 70 or so percent hydration level. That is one of the breakups is you break up with every hydration except for water or protein. And then to maintain a healthy hydration level was to have 64 ounces per day was the minimum requirement. Yeah. You've been able to do that since day one of the surgery almost. Not since day one and I still struggle with straight water. I still put the uh, liquid aminos and vitamins, the, the liquid hydration drops, I still add those to my water. I do it every day. Um, I do still struggle with straight, unflavored, un, uh, a, uh, plain water. Yes, and you don't do a straw. You are able to fill up your water bottles with a pour cup. Um, you, yeah. you drink it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm able to drink just regular from a regular water bottle, but I'm unable still to handle just straight water. 
So with me, with straws, I did break up with straws for at least the first three to six months post-surgery. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. That That's, that's the, the biggest part of, of the process is during the healing process, not having a straw to make sure that you're not adding any air to your stomach when you're when you're starting out yes and there's a lot of different myths on the straws and bariatric it's like a mixed bag it depends on the surgeon it depends it, on the support it, does. it depends it, on the surgeon it depends on the person mm-hmm. you're able to do straws i don't really do them that much yes um but i'm also able to get my water intake in for the day and you're still struggling now is it because of the straw maybe maybe not because on days that you focus on it, you actually can get the water intake in. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a struggle for me to to get to the 64 ounces. I think it's more of a of a mind game in in that aspect. It's uh, um, it's your body's last way of saying, you know what, I'm gonna do what I want. Yes, that's that Taurus stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> The little, the little girl going, no, I'm not going to finish my vegetables. I'm not going to, uh, you know. I do have to say that one of the breakups that did not happen was my love of food. Like, I really do love my vegetables. I love my Brussels sprouts. I love my green beans. I love all of them. So that is one good breakthrough for me is the healthy lifestyle we are embracing. Even though we broke up with a lot of things, we are really bringing in a lot of really great new nutrition. The other breakthrough that I love to really celebrate is the whole seat belt. Going from the food aspect, let's go ahead and get into some physical non-scale victory breakthroughs and breakups. So non-scale victories like the seat belt. How many times were we limited by a seatbelt? Or the inability to wear it. Yeah. Limited by the size of the vehicle. Limited by the space and availability. And now, pretty much any car, any any scenario, we're able to get in, buckle up, and get on down the road. Exactly. And I love that. We were to the point where we were having to make big financial decisions based on limitations on what vehicle we were able to buy and drive or ride in or rent. We were limited by flight transportation. We were limited by buses. One of my favorite non-scale victories, I think, was when we really started to celebrate some newfound freedom was when you took me to Houston, to downtown NASA, to the big eclipse. And we were able to walk through all these buildings. And then we were getting on these little tram cars. And the little tram car, we were able to slide right in and sit next to each other. And not take up the whole row. We actually fit in the row. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time where I don't think we could have even fit on the tram. It, we definitely wouldn't have tried. Yeah. Whether we could have or whether we couldn't, we don't know. We wouldn't have tried. We wouldn't have put ourselves in the position of uh, not being able to, to do that. 
and I loved going to Houston and we were able to walk around their open house. We were able to park, get on trams, go around the whole campus, go in and out of exhibits, up and down stairs, in and out of buildings, up into the command center, going up. How many flights of stairs was that to get up to the top of the command center in the NASA building? At least five or six flights. Yeah, I think it was five flights. Yeah. Which... Five flights doesn't sound like a lot, but when you come from a position where you would were not able to climb one flight, five flights is a huge victory. Yes, and we were able to walk through those doors, go up the five flights, and I remember looking upon the command center of the NASA, and it was such a non-scale victory in that moment. Like, anything is possible. Any we could become astronauts at the rate we're going and we are defying gravity here on earth yeah we're learning I think new I plan ways on staying in this orbit but yes you know me pushing the gravity pushing the the levels that we get to go to what are some of the other non-scale victories and breakups is you know this weird little breakup with the surgeon that's been that's been a long time coming, quite honestly. Um, not going to name any names or, or put anybody on blast, but uh, it just seemed like he wasn't... Uh, the bedside manner with the follow-up was, was just not there. He, prior to surgery, when they were wanting to take and, and get our insurance to give him a nice payday... They were Johnny on the spot. They were on the ball. Hey, we'll be this, we'll do that, we'll be right there with you, we'll this, we'll that. And they got the surgery done, and yes, I'm very thankful that they got the surgery done safely and got us through that safely, and we've come out on the other side um, safe and, and well taken care of in that respect. But anything farther than that was just not there the quality of follow-up care just wasn't there and i think that if we had been doing this on our own as in only one of us did it i think we would have had a lot more difficulty in this in this process because we really had to lean on and rely on each other to get us through that lack of care to get us through that lack of compassion and and follow through we really had the ball dropped on us and we had to adapt and overcome to the situations at hand without that extra follow-up without that extra hand holding that we were um, made to believe was going to be the case yes and we ended up taking a lot of time to mentally emotionally go through that breakup with the with the surgeon and the support team we were promised like uh, the pre-audition and we did go through all those hoops we did get to surgery date we did get all of that accomplished and once they got the check it really stopped there and then anytime we needed follow-up it was definitely having to advocate for ourselves, even though we were going through gallbladders and then they got another check from the insurance for more surgeries and then Pretty much on our one year anniversary, our bariatric birthday, 
we were in a celebratory mood, but when we were at the getting our final one year, it was like, oh, your honeymoon is over. Now we'll see you in a year if it fails and you could possibly get another revision surgery at that point. And that long time coming was confirmed on our one year anniversary. Okay, the buck stops here. We no longer have codes to charge your insurance, so we don't really want to see you for another year. That's exactly how that felt. <laughs> that is exactly how that felt. We don't have any more reason to charge your insurance, therefore we'll see you in a year for the follow-up, and if you need anything, call us, but other than that, we're done. Yeah. So it was this breakup, but there was breakthroughs because when we were faced with that adversity, we realized, hey, it's like they gave us a key to a new car. Yes, they're not going to uh, drive the car for us. It's our bodies. It's our healing. We got to take the keys of our success into our own journey. After we left that breakup on our one-year bariatric birthday and celebratory, we were like, no, we get to decide when our honeymoon is over. We get to decide what our success story is. And we really took the keys to our success back as well. And I think that was a breakthrough. And then also when we were going through that dance of this long breakup with the bariatric surgeon is we did reach out to other resources. We got a lot of support with acupuncture, with massage therapy, uh, with mind body practitioners, with dietitians, registered dietitians. We really took that baton and marched to the beat of success and created our own unique really dynamic support then we had our champions too, our family and friends that were in our circle of trust that were also giving us the here's a great recipe here's a an awesome alternative to hydration make some bone broth add some collagen add some protein so we got the support through these breakthrough opportunities that did take a full village. And when things break apart, it was allowing it to fall into place. And you and I did a really great job of that. And that's what we're doing here is sharing those breakups, breakthroughs, and also being there for support of others on embracing change if they need that support and consulting to come up with solutions because everybody needs support. Yeah, and that's, that's the overall goal here is to help others navigate through the changes, embrace the changes, and come out on the other side in a, in a positive, productive manner. Um, just because the ball was dropped on us, other people shouldn't have to, to deal with that. And if others have the ball dropped on them, to take and be able to reach out and have a resource with someone that we've gone through this. We've experienced everything that they'll encounter along the way. And to be able to talk to someone that isn't a doctor, that isn't providing medical advice, but life advice. To be able to say, hey, let me coach you in this direction because this is what I experienced. Maybe I can help you 
not suffer the negatives that we experienced. To have somebody that's gone through the situation is an invaluable tool. Yes. To have a coach on the sideline. As you are creating change, change is inevitable. We've gone through a lot of change in 25 plus years, whether it's professional, personal, medically, mental, emotional. We've gone through a lot of change. We've gone through a lot of breakup. We've gone through a lot of breakthrough. Yep. And... We're now coaches on the sideline cheering on victory. Yeah. And other people are ready to make these changes and we're here for you. I do love how we do embrace the change and some of our other podcasts that we're going to go into about some of these breakups is really some of the breaking up with certain brands, breaking up with sizes, breaking up with things from boots to belts to hats. I mean, we have to break it up, break it down on all of these breakups. And that's a whole nother podcast specifically about breaking up with the clutter in the closets, breaking up with the boots and the belts and the hats and the clothes and there's well, I mean to I be can't continued. Lie. I, I can't lie to y'all. I I kept the belt that I had. I cut the tail off of it because I got tired of having to wrap it halfway around me to keep it tucked in. So I just cut the excess tail off. I accidentally cut just a little bit too much. So now I have a uh, a goal to uh, to work towards to take and get it to have a little bit of a tail again. Um, but yeah, it's all of my hats previous to surgery were fitted hats, and none of them fit any longer. So yes. we're gonna we're we're gonna push pause on this podcast. We're gonna come back in the next episode here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Breakups and Breakthroughs Bariatric Part 1.